Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. Thanks for joining us. Today we are talking about delicious food, healthy food, but with a bit of a twist. We're talking about foods from different cultures from around the world. My guest is Maya Feller, author of the amazing cookbook, Eating from Our Roots, 80 plus healthy home cooked favorites from cultures around the world. Maya, great to see you. Thanks for being here. So good to have you. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. So you're a registered dietitian and a nutritionist. What made you decide to do a cookbook that's focused on different cultures from around the world? That's right. I'm a registered dietitian and nutritionist, and I really love food. And I also work with a really diverse population. I work with people who come from all over the world. And I know that there are foods around the globe that are inherently healthy, and I wanted to highlight those dishes. So my cookbook will take us around the globe with lots of different flavors. We're in lots of plants. We're going to see animal protein, seafood. We're going to see grains showing up. And I know that those dishes are really healthy and nutritious. And so that's one of the reasons that I wanted to make this cookbook so I could highlight some cultures that we may not already know. So if you wouldn't mind highlighting some of those cultures, I mean, a lot of us are familiar with uh, Italian cooking, German cooking, Japanese, Mexican, but you kind of go into different cultures that a lot of folks aren't really familiar with. Yeah, so I was born in the Northeast. So I, of course, start there because I want to highlight, you know, where I was born and where I came from. So some of those flavors will be, you know, standard to people who live in the U.S. and they expect them. We also have some wonderful flavors from the American South, some flavors from the center of the country, so the Midwest, and then some flavors from the West Coast. The thing that I always like to say about cuisine from the U.S. is that, you know, people migrate here from all over the world. And when people migrate to a new place, they actually try to replicate the dishes that they made back home, but they have to use local ingredients. So in this cookbook, what you'll see is flavors that may be reminiscent of someone's childhood, but there may be some flares from other places around the world. So then we go down into the Caribbean because I have family there. And so we're going to get some tropical flavors. There's a lot of seafood and we're using different types of herbs and spices that might be reminiscent of places like Trinidad and Tobago, Haiti. And again, that's, you know, kind of my background. My husband is Swiss. So I, of course, had to highlight some recipes from Switzerland. So my kids are Swiss and Afro-Caribbean American. So that's, you know, bringing their culture in. So we've got the Caribbean and then we have Switzerland. We also have some other parts of Europe and we make our way through Asia, uh, some of Africa, and then also in the Pacific Islands. So I'm really touching on different places around the globe. It's not exhaustive in any way, shape, or form, but we are touching on different places. And this cookbook is really chef forward. So I actually consulted with some of my chef friends who have either roots in those areas or they've studied and traveled quite a bit there to get the real flavors and to figure out kind of what that heritage dish looks like, but maybe with a little bit of a twist. So people will see things and they'll say, oh my goodness, my family's Swiss. I recognize that, but maybe it's going to have a little twist to it. Or, oh my goodness, my family's Italian. I recognize that, but there'll be a little twist to it. 
I just love that because America is a melting pot and it's really great to see all these different cultures, but cultures that are from around the world, but here in the United States. And you do often hear of people who uh, uh, have, for example, Italian food in America. They'll say, you know, this isn't really like the Italian food that you would eat in Italy. So this is sort of a, the new, the Americanized version, but the healthy version. And that's really uh, where, where, where we really want to focus and where you really focus is these foods are not only delicious, but they're very healthy. And, you know, we we keep hearing so many negative things about the standard American diet, standard American diet, S-A-D, and how it's really sad for our health. Can you talk about the standard American diet and why it's so problematic these days? Absolutely. So as I said, right, I'm a registered dietitian and I do have a private practice. And in my practice, our focus is really around helping people manage those non-communicable conditions. What are they? We're talking about diabetes. We're talking about cardiovascular disease. We're talking about hypertension. And when we're thinking about those in relationship to food and lifestyle, we know that nutrition does play a really large role in terms of how people manage those conditions, as well as how people reduce their risk of developing their conditions. Now, you mentioned SAD, right, the standard American diet. And what we know about the standard American diet is that it tends to be overly abundant in added sugars, added salts, and saturated and synthetic fats. And what we see with those particular foods is that they actually increase the risk of people developing those non-communicable conditions that I spoke about. So the more we see those foods in our pattern of eating, we see higher rates of diabetes, higher rates of cardiovascular disease, higher rates of hypertension. And because our pattern of eating in this country tends to really lie in those areas where we've got a lot of added sugars, the fats, and the salts, we tend to see the higher rates of those conditions. One of the things that I like to think about with people is how can they embrace their cultural food ways, the ones that are really based in plant foods with limited added sugars, fats, and salts as a way to kind of reduce their risk of developing those conditions, or if they have the conditions to help them manage those conditions. What we know is that when people engage in sustainable long-term patterns of eating that are really centered around plants in their whole and minimally processed form, animal proteins, dairy, with all, without all of those additives, we tend to have those better health outcomes. So kind of reframing what people are eating, stepping away from some of those foods that contain, as I said, those additives is a really good way for people to shift kind of what the trajectory of their health looks like. So when you talk about trying to step away from foods that have added sugars, fats, and salt, sodium, how do people recognize what foods to stay away from? You know, people might be like, well, you know, I, I went to, you know, the drive through restaurant and I got the baked chicken instead of the fried chicken. Can you give us a, a better idea of what we really need to stay away from? Because a lot of people aren't really sure what's unhealthy. Obviously, we don't, we don't want to eat donuts, but can you get a little bit more specific? Absolutely. So what I like to tell people is that health actually exists on a spectrum. And when we're talking about nutrition, Nutrition happens over time, right? We eat every single day and we eat multiple meals per day. So we have all these interactions with food. 
What we do once is not necessarily a predictor of our health outcomes. It's what we do time and time again. So you asked, what are the things that we want to show up at the center of our pattern of eating? So you'll notice I say pattern of eating rather than diet, because I'm really talking about what's happening over the long term. Of course, because I'm a dietitian and I read the science and I'm very evidence-based, I want people to lean into consuming plants. So that's fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, beans, nuts, and seeds in their whole and minimally processed form. That's what I want to see the majority of the time showing up on people's plates. Interestingly enough, I absolutely feel like animal proteins, if the person does eat animal proteins, can show up on their plate. However, not at the center. I prefer for it to be an accompaniment so that the plants that are phytonutrient, antioxidant rich are the things that are showing up the majority of their time. Now, now we're asking about what are those foods that people consume? We are a culture of people that are overworked. We're incredibly busy. Many of us have one or two or even more jobs. People have children. They have responsibilities, aging parents. There's a lot on our plates. We have left our kitchens. I recognize that when I say to people, return to your kitchen, that may seem daunting. What I'm talking about is re-engaging with the act of cooking so that you actually can have the ability to modify what it is that you're putting into your body as well as bringing in your home. Now, you asked about the drive through right, or some of those faster foods. I like to say this. When you go to a grocery store or a drive through there are absolutely healthy options everywhere. Oftentimes we hear in the grocery store, you have to shop the perimeter and the center aisles have nothing for you that's healthy. That is absolutely not true. What I say to people is that you want to be an informed consumer. I love the example that you used of choosing the baked chicken versus the fried chicken. That's absolutely a wonderful choice. The other thing that people have to remember is that they need to meet themselves in a realistic way, right? So I can't tell someone, hey, listen, I want you to become vegan, but that doesn't make any sense. What I can say is, what are the vegetables that you like and how can those show up in your pattern of eating more often? Meaning if you do go to that drive-thru and they have a choice for a baked potato or there's a side salad or there's some broccoli or there's some string beans, could you add those packaged goods or no good for you? What I often say to people is you want to be an informed consumer and you have to read that nutrition facts label and make choices based on your individual health. Let's say you have hypertension, then you may want to pay attention to the amount of sodium that's on that packaged good and choose something that has 5% or less of the daily value of sodium because you know it will be a lower sodium option. If you have high cholesterol, you may be looking for things that are rich and abundant sources of fiber. So you're thinking about what are the types of grains and also produce that I can eat to increase my fiber content. And it's the same thing with the packaged goods. You're looking at things that are predominantly whole grain because you know those tend to have more fiber. So really what we're talking about is shifting how people eat and reframing how we think about the word healthy because it does exist on a spectrum and it's about choices that you make over time rather than the standalone. Fantastic. We're going to take a break and be right back with Maya Feller. She is a registered dietitian and nutritionist and author of the cookbook, Eating from Our Roots. Stay with us. 
Hey, if you're tired and exhausted all day, you can't think clearly, and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm going to teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get a better night's sleep. Wake up to your best life. Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the work of your spirit, Lord God, with this movement of getting the Bible, Lord, into public schools. Watch the prayer link. Tuesday morning at 7.30 on the CBN News Channel. Orphan's Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries around the world, and with your help, we can do even more. There's an old African proverb I love that says, if you want to run fast, run alone. But if you want to run far, run together. At Orphan's Promise, we want to run far so we can touch the lives of as many orphaned and vulnerable children as possible. But we don't want to go alone. We're out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us? Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. Welcome back to Healthy Living, and we are talking with Maya Feller, registered dietitian and nutritionist and author of the fabulous cookbook, Eating From Our Roots. So Maya, talk about some of the wonderful recipes featured in your cookbook. Absolutely. So I'm going to start with one of my favorites, Itel stew. So Itel stew was inspired by my many years of visiting the island of Jamaica. My family is not Jamaican. I can't actually remember why we started going to Jamaica, but we fell in love and we went back year and year again. I made such good relationships there and really fell in love with the culture and also fell in love with the food. We stayed at this place called Itel Rest, and it was run by these two people, Jean and Frankie. And one of the rules of the house was that you couldn't have any animal proteins. Now, Itel is kind of the central part of the Rastafarian food pattern, right? It's like leaning into plant-based foods that are full of nutrients and really, really tasty. So this stew kind of is reminiscent of that, and it's bursting with plants and lots of herbs and spices. It's amazing for a family. It also is really great for anybody who wants to batch prepare in advance, have some for the week, put it in the freezer, but it's just a plant-based dish that is really nutritious, so flavorful, and I hope that the readers will love it as much as I do because it really warms my heart and my tummy. So the next dish that I want to highlight is Taliarines Verdes. Now, this is a Peruvian dish. It's actually a marriage of Italian and Peruvian food. So think of it um, as a pasta with like a Peruvian type pesto. 
Uh, it's so interesting when people migrate from other places, they actually bring their foods with them. And this dish is exactly that. It's the marriage of Peruvian and Italian foods coming together. It's very easy to make. It has a little bit of spinach. This is some queso fresco in there instead of Parmesan. So it's really reminiscent of those Italian and Peruvian flavors coming together. The next dish that I want to highlight is the chili coconut, um, and it's with rice. This one is actually very exciting because the rice are rice grits, and that's a byproduct of milling. So it's kind of think of it as like a rice bits that are broken up to make rice grits. So it's a little bit of the American South brought together, and that chili coconut crab is reminiscent of the Western coast of Africa. So the flavors come together. And I'm using there a Vaduvan curry. And that type of curry is pretty predominant in French cuisine. So it's a little um, different than some of the curries that are showing up in Southeast Asia um, or throughout the Caribbean. So those are three recipes that I absolutely love. They're bursting with flavors. We'll take people on a little culinary trip around the globe. And I just have to say, the photography in this cookbook is amazing. Uh, it's, it's great because people can see what the dishes are supposed to look like when they're finished, because a lot of folks aren't really familiar with them. And they're really not that hard. I mean, I'm not that great of a cook, but I can see from reading it that these are very doable recipes. And as far as the cost is concerned, you know, everybody's pinching pennies these days. These are budget-friendly dishes, right? Yeah, for the most part, you know, listen, I recognize we are going through a very interesting moment when it comes to being able to afford food. I have patients from across socioeconomic backgrounds and everyone's thinking about price. In this book, what I tried to do was have dishes that you can make in bulk that are full of flavor. You can eat them now and freeze them for later because I know that Part of nutrition is really having access to the food that you want when you want it so that you're not surprised by hunger, right? Um, and so that's what I'm really trying to do in this cookbook is have flavors that are delicious, but also affordable and accessible. That is really smart. All right, we're going to take another quick break and be right back with Maya Feller, author of the cookbook, Eating from Our Roots. Stay with us. Daddy? Yeah, buddy? How many nickels are in a dollar? There are 20 nickels in a dollar. How do birds fly? Does Mokalee make my bow stronger? Yeah, yeah. Daddy, when we die, will we go to heaven? Do you have the answer to life's biggest question? Call the 700 Club. We'll help you find answers to the important questions life brings your way. Nutrition. Exercise essential oils, weight loss, and more. It's Healthy Living with Lori Johnson. Talk about what's in this. Join CBN health reporter Lori Johnson to get the latest information from today's top health experts. This is fantastic. Find out what you need to know to live a healthier life. Watch Healthy Living Tuesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Hello, I'm Dr. David Perlmutter, board-certified neurologist and number one New York Times best-selling author. Wouldn't it be great to boost your energy, eliminate brain fog, and even reverse brain disease? Well, you can, and I'm going to show you how 
along with some of the world's most well-respected brain experts in this DVD, Protect Your Brain. Get Protect Your Brain, a free DVD only from the Christian Broadcasting Network. Featuring experts on the cutting edge of neuroscience and brain health. No matter how many times you've failed in the past, you really can do this. In Protect Your Brain, you'll discover simple strategies to keep your brain young and healthy. Improve your memory. Discover the gut-brain connection. In Protect Your Brain, get your free copy at CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000. If you want to improve the quality of your life, Get the DVD, protect your brain, and get it today. Welcome back to Healthy Living, and we are continuing our discussion with Maya Feller, registered dietitian and nutritionist, author of the new cookbook, Eating from Our Roots. And Maya, you know, before the break, you were talking about uh, making food, freezing it, and so that it's available so that you're not surprised by hunger. I love this because I'm extremely busy. We all are. And so I usually cook all of my food that I'm going to eat the next week on the weekend and either put it in the refrigerator if it keeps all week or put it into portions and freeze it. This is really a great uh, sort of time saver for busy people, isn't it? I absolutely think so. So in my practice, we talk to people about what are the ways that you, you can make it possible to engage in gentle nutrition and also so that you can feel good about your choices. I love that you're doing that, that you're taking time on the weekend. That's such a mindful and intentional thing to do, right? You go shopping, you pick out what you want, you look forward to the flavors. And then in the week, you're like, oh, I made that. That's delicious. I'm so happy that I have access to it. A lot of folks aren't familiar with a lot of the ingredients that are in this cookbook. How accessible are these? Do you have to go to special grocery stores to get some of the ingredients or can people find them pretty much in their own grocery store. So depending on where you live in the country and the stores that you have access to, the answer will vary. Um, so for example, if you live in an area where there is a Whole Foods, you will be able to get every single ingredient that's in this dish. If you have access to online grocers, like through Amazon or uh, Calustians, those are some of the places that you can get the spices. Absolutely. If you're living in more rural areas, my suggestion would be to modify whatever the vegetable or protein is in the recipe for what you have access to. And you can also pare down the spices and go with the things that are in your kitchen. A lot of people are, as you were saying, uh, very busy and uh, like to do the drive-through. That is a, a huge problem. Recent studies show that uh, ultra-processed foods are uh, some of the most dangerous and most unhealthy, and yet most Americans, 60% of their calories come from ultra-processed foods. Um, can you talk about how, even though these ultra-processed foods are quicker, in the long run, it's better to take a little bit of time to cook from scratch for at home? Yeah, so I'm a big proponent of scratch cooking simply because you can modify the ingredients to meet your individual likes, dislikes, and your health profile. I always like to qualify for people what we're talking about when we're saying processed, right? Because all food goes through some level of processing. You have an apple, you pick it off the tree. Well, that's a level of processing. But what we're really talking about is choosing foods that do not have an abundance of those additives that I'd spoken about before, right? So added sugars, salts, and fats. 
And the key here is that those things are not actually the center of your pattern of eating. So if you happen to have something once in a while, that's not actually going to make or break your nutrition. And the challenge is that the majority of people living in this country actually rely on those foods all the time. And so they're really not interacting with the foods that are phytonutrient, fiber-rich, nutrient-dense, and have the abundance of vitamins and minerals. The other thing with the ultra-processed foods is that when we're talking about those additives, that's where we see the increased disease risk. I want to be clear. There is a big difference between having something in a can that is a fruit, a vegetable, and you're making an informed choice versus always having those foods at the center of your pattern of eating. Because it's right, sometimes we do eat things from a box and that's absolutely okay. I always say nutrition should not be served with a side of guilt. The idea is to lean into nutrient-dense patterns of eating. I need to put that on a magnet on my refrigerator. Nutrition does not need to be served with a side of guilt. All right, we're going to take one final break and be right back. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new cookbook, Eating From Our Roots. Maya Feller is our guest. Stay with us. Region's first ROTC graduate I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. We'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. How'd you like to get a redo on your health, on your body, on your arteries, so you could have the energy you had 20 years ago? The great news is you can. I'm Dr. Mike Roizen chair of the Wellness Institute at the Cleveland Clinic. I've written four New York Times bestsellers. But even better than having to read all that, you can listen to this DVD and watch it. Protect your heart? Yes, you can. Here's how. Go to CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000 for your free copy of Protect Your Heart. Let the medical experts show you their new discoveries on how to avoid heart disease and even reverse it. Easy steps to uncover the hidden dangers in your medicine cabinet, reduce stress, and get a complete do-over for your health. Call 1-800-700-7000. That's 1-800-700-7000. Or go to CBN.com to claim your free copy of Protect Your Heart. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. Welcome back to Healthy Living, and we are talking about eating from our roots, and what a fabulous idea. Uh, I, 
I got so hungry looking at this cookbook. I can't wait to make, make some of the recipes. Uh, Maya, where can folks find the book and also find out more about you? Thank you. So yeah, you can find Eating From Our Roots wherever books are being sold. You can also go to my website, mayafellernutrition.com, where you can order the current cookbook. You can order the previous cookbook. You can have access to some blog posts. You can follow me on social media at mayafellerrd. You can also find me across various publications uh, where I'm a contributor or on some of the morning shows where I'm talking about nutrition. So again, you can head to my website, mayafellernutrition.com, and you'll have access to all of the content that I share, and you can follow me on social, mayafellerrd. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being our guest on Healthy Living this week. Uh, the cookbook looks fantastic. Wish you the very best with it. We appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate you as well. All right, and thanks to you for tuning in to this edition of Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.